crazy day today, a little bit abstract, uh, so if you uh, sit down and relax, get yourself something to drink, water, milk, whatever, soda, whatever you're into, uh, get ready for a wild ride, we're going to go in a totally different perspective, different idea, a different way of looking at everything, and that's why I said talking to a rock rather than God, we'll get into why, but there's reasons a lot of reasons behind why I say that and what I'm going to talk about today. Now, I'll ask you again and again to send your this link to every friend that you have, everybody on your Facebook, Twitter, linked. Try to get them to come over and listen at least once in a while, or try to, put their two cents in, whatever. But uh, tomorrow, I'm going to do another show, and that's going to be based on numbers. The dangers to numbers to this planet. Relying on numbers. So, there's a lot about that that have a lot to do with spiritual truths and not spiritual truth. So, that should be really interesting as well. If you got the courage to sit through and listen to things that you might not understand, want to understand, or it'll be something for you to think about, I promise you that. Because every time we take a a little step forward it creates a lot of new things in your consciousness to think about, to work with, to deal with not always for the better I would uh, 
determine what you call better, physically, mentally, or spiritually. I don't think anything ever works together with all of them at the same time. Because you're moving forward spiritually, it definitely has nothing to do with the physical. No matter what people say, no matter what people think, I'm giving you the truth, the straight truth. And if you don't want to believe me, you don't have to listen. If you want to understand or at least hear the truth, listen. I promise you whatever I say comes from direct experience of where I came from, what I went through in my lifetime, in this lifetime, and all my others. So, yeah, that's a critical thing. Now, the song I played, I played it for a reason. Uh, I'm not going to get into dreams that much today, but I just want to say something. For me, it's becoming an incredible experience. Uh, rather recently, I'm able to walk in and out of my dreams. Which is cool. In the middle of a situation, bad situation, or whatever, you can just step out of it and say, well, what can I do? And then you go back into it again. Uh, I used to do that a lot, and I kind of stopped. But I've been traveling so much in my dreams and going all these places. But being able to get out of it, hey, well, what, what was I doing there? Oh, let me change that, and then you go back in. So it's working on the inner in a, in a higher level rather than just being a victim of your dreams. Uh, being able to work with them, change them, and rebuild them, whatever. So it's something, I can't say I can teach you it, but I'm sure you can learn it. If you were interested in learning how to do it, uh, you'd have to put a lot of interest in your dreams. I spent years on my dream research for myself before that started happening for me. But writing it down in the morning and at nighttime, the same as what happens during your day, can help you understand dreams incredibly. And that, in turn, helps you take that into the physical reality of life and how to use it or what it means. It could be warning signals and signs of people in your life, past life, or or even your present life that will interfere or change things or trying to interfere with your reality. So it's a very important thing. Uh, And I know people don't talk about it much. People talk about trying to make people happy, trying to tell them how to get ahead in life. You never get ahead. Because you're going to die no matter how much you're ahead. Now, just recently, and i got to bring this up, Bob Dean, one of the coolest people in the UFO world that I knew, and I'm serious about that, died. Well, he was sick, and he was old, but he was an incredible person. When I met him a few times and got to sit down and talk with him and things like that, he was the kind of person you wouldn't even know if he was alien or you could believe he was. When I met him, he used to wear gloves all the time. And dark sunglasses. So uh, he had an image, whether he was trying to hide it, protect it, or whatever. I mean, later on he he stopped doing that kind of a entertainment for himself. But he was such a nice guy. He was involved with the government, got close to a lot of alien races and things like that. I'm not gonna say I agree with everything he said, but he came from his personal direct experience of what he said was. Uh, and I believe it, because he's a man that you could kind of trust by listening to him and, and what happened. I mean, I can make up a story right now and say, I truly believe it. Would you believe it or not if I said that to you? Well, hopefully over the past, I've been doing shows for many years, that you listen to me, you listen to what I say, I have no reason to lie. I do not want to lie, because it's a sin, or a, or a really bad thing, Uh no matter how you look at it. So uh, I can only tell you I come from the highest truth that I know. 
And to me, that's all. That's probably the most important thing. So, with that, uh, the topic today is talking to Iraq. Now, the first thing is what we have to understand in the beginning. What is the beginning and where did it start? When did it start? Who? What were we? Well, we'll always remain so... I can't say always, but for the longest infinity of time that you could imagine, you will be a soul. There is a time when you let go of your soul body. But that's a long, long way away for most, most, most people. Uh, how can I talk about things... Because I experienced them. I was with deities, angels, and to me, one of the most important things in all my lifetime was being near Jesus as a human, uh, what he said, what he taught, being able to hear the secret teachings, which only 12 people on this planet heard. I hope you realize that. I mean, Mary Magdalene was his wife, so obviously she heard it, knew it, and was able to teach it to the disciples because they didn't understand it. But it wasn't a simple teaching. Oh, I love uh, love people, love everybody. Uh, how far can you teach that? How long can you go on about saying that? And how can you prove it? How can you show it? It's pretty hard. Jesus did show love by the way he treated Mary Magdalene. And his, his got apostles. But he told them things. He told them everything that was happening and what they were going to do and stuff. Whether they believed him or not at the time was obviously not true. I mean, if you read the Bible, all his people turned against him after he was killed. And he told them all they would. And they all swore on, the, on everything. Lying to Jesus. Imagine that. Imagine that. Your, your, your teacher, your master, and you lie to him. Oh, I would never do that. And then what do you do? Lie to him. But he's not even there. You can't even face him head on because when they lied, he was already dead. So, yeah, imagine that. I, I can go on a whole show about that, which I will soon, uh, because it was understanding the reason why I came back to this lifetime in this world. And I just talked to my partner about that. And it was the first time I think she kind of understood what I was saying. Because it was an experience, multiple experiences that I had to go through in this lifetime. But why I chose to do that is, is beyond most people's imagination or wildest dreams or even mine. So, now, when soul comes down, when God allows soul to experience itself, which it does, as an individual, if we all came down together as one blob, live life as one blob, we wouldn't have to do much. We would just be one blob of ignorant beings, because that's all mankind is in, in this generation. Uh, sorry to say that. Uh, I'm still looking for one spiritual being on this planet. Talking spiritual is one thing. Proving it and being it is another. I mean, you don't have to do the greatest miracles to prove that you're a spiritual being. Because I, I can say for myself, I learned that playing with these psychic abilities, which the 32 are, I mean, Moses had them all down pat, uh, but when you have them are you spiritual? You know, if you give somebody a gun and they start shooting rabbits, cats, dogs, and everything, are they spiritual? They start shooting people. Are they spiritual? Or they shoot themselves. Are they spiritual? So the device is in the hands of the, 
the beholder. What he's going to do with that device. Now, we have the ability, called freedom in this world, to do it. Whether it's right or wrong, good, bad, or indifferent. That should make people think how scary planet Earth is. And to say heaven's here and now is the most ridiculous statement. If you believe this is what heaven could be like at any level, you have no understanding of a real heaven. You have no understanding of spirituality. You have no understanding of a God. You have no understanding of what Jesus was trying to teach either. So take that to the bank and see how much you can get pulled, take out on that, on that idea. Well, if you focus on money, you can make as much as you want. That's the gift, if you want to call it a gift, of Lucifer on this planet. Now, what's a rock have to do with any of this? Well, the newest conception, idea, that people are agreeing with and trying to prove as reality, that we're all connected. We're all out of the same matter. All, you know, it's like taking a car. All cars are made the same. They're made out of metal, acid, rubber, plastic, copper, uh, even, uh, I would say, titanium and different metals now as well. All cars are. Are they all the same? Different makes, different models, made by different people? It's still a car, right? But what makes it car different? The person that steps inside it and drives it. If you're driving a car, you can do whatever you want in the car, as a being, as a human. Now, if you decide to run every person you see over, like, uh, what was it, in the, the uh, Death Race 2000, uh, and get points from doing that in your mind, you can do that. Now, do you think everybody else has to do it? Because we're all one. We agree on what? Nothing. How can you be one with something that doesn't agree with it? I mean, all fish are in the ocean. Are they all the same? Because they swim in water? So when you get behind a car, you can become anything you want. But anybody that takes a car thinks differently. So anybody that takes a human body have to deal with the limitations of a human body. How fast it can run, how fast it can jump, how much it can lift. Sure, you can work a little bit on those things, but you can't completely change them. You can't put wings on your back and fly. can't add arms and legs to your body. Well, I'm sure scientists are trying to prove they can now, but that's besides the point. But uh, put another eye in the center of your forehead. I mean, those kind of things, no. So, how much are we the same? Well, a rock's a rock. If it's We're all one. People believe we're all connected. Trees, plants, rocks, minerals, everything. Well, imagine if a tree could really think. I mean, in in the second uh, Noah's Ark movie, when they had to fight the the tree beings, uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. Check it out. It's interesting. Idea. Then all the trees came to life and started protecting Noah's Ark. It was just an idea. Uh, when I talk about a person and we're each individualized and we say we're all connected, everything's connected. Well, you pick up a rock and you throw it in the water. You're connected to that rock. Does it change what you just did to the rock? Does that rock help you become aware of anything? Or well, I made it skip across the water five times. Uh, does it help you understand anything? So consciousness, which is separate from mind, uh, 
Not that the scientists will ever prove that in any great way. Uh, but hopefully they will help people little understand who and what they are a little bit better. And that has nothing to do with God. So when we pick up a rock and people say, you can talk to a rock. Well, start talking to it. Does it help you? Does it make you feel good? Does it give you any uh, <laughs> ups and downs of jumping up and down, running around the planet and say, wow, I talked to a rock? Well, you can communicate with anything in your mind. You can believe it told you anything in your mind. That's what the mind's great for. It takes every program that it has, puts it together to make some kind of reality out of it. What it believes, what it doesn't, what it accepts, what it's not going to, what's real, what's not. Well, I'm going to get into that because that's a critical starting point. Well, when we get ready to come into this world, then we're going to pick a, we don't pick a body, we're put in a body. Now, the body that we're going to take, whatever one, wherever it is, anywhere on the planet. I'm not talking about being one on another planet, another universe. No, we're talking about humans on planet Earth, okay? We're going to keep it there for now. You have one to 125 maximum years to live. Now, when you go in the Bible, it says, he lived 500, he lived... You know, they had no track of time, exact time. And if you believe a person lived 500 years, uh, what kind of vitamins were they taking? What kind of food did they eat? Uh... So it's kind of ridiculous to believe it. Well, because somebody says time, they, the government today has no clue about time. They can say, well, that was 500 years ago, that was 2,000 years ago, that was 20,000 years ago, that was 2 billion years ago. 2 billion years. What measurement did they prove that 2 billion years ago anything was alive, well, and happening? Carbon date or what? Because a machine said so? Do people want to believe machines? Well, if they do, we're going to be in serious trouble. A machine tells you you're, you're a robot, even though you think you're a human. What are you going to do? Oh, no, I'm real. Why? I'm going to say, well, we just put that energy in there to make you think that. I mean, anything could happen. Are you going to believe in robot? Well, unless you get in touch with spirit and travel and learn about the inner worlds, you're going to be stuck to the laws of the physical reality and the physical world, which are ridiculous at every level. Now, I can go into multiple aspects of this right now, which I'll just throw a couple things in there. Because we all want to believe our truth is important. Try to tell somebody the truth is ridiculous. Well, so is yours. Well, because they, you know anybody that doesn't know the truth will fight anybody else's truth. Because a little concept that they have called their truth they can't let it get destroyed. Otherwise, they have zero. Well, prove it to me. Well, God wanted us to be proven that it was there. It would. But it's, it's, we got to learn who and what we are before we can understand something that great. So, as we move into this dilemma of like, well, we're here on planet Earth now. Okay, we come in as a little child, unaware, unable to do many things. And we got 125 years to play out our game. Now, what happens the first five years of your life? If you have a mother and father, two mothers, two fathers, three mothers, three fathers, whatever you have in your home, I'm going to be programming you, teaching you things that they know. 
Obviously, they can't teach you anything that they don't know. And I'll tell you, the only things that are important are the things that they can't teach you. When a parent says, well, I'm going to teach them not to steal, not to curse, how many of those things happen? All right? I mean, how many parents parents teach their children not to curse? I don't curse. I was taught not to, period. I had one, one sad thing happen, and then I said, I'll never curse again. And I don't. I mean, somebody shoots me in the leg or something, I might scream or something. But outside of that, no. So, what happens to this little child? Well, the first thing that has to happen is they have to learn mommy and daddy. I taught a little girl the first word was car and my name. And her, her real father didn't like that at all. Uh, I taught her how to use it to go to the bathroom. So, yeah, you teach these little tiny little people how to do things. When is that little tiny person considered a teenager or an adult? Well, I'm going to go into numbers tomorrow, where teenager means a certain thing, where an adult means a certain thing. But a child, we're going to say below 10, all right, down to zero. What are they going to go through in those 10 years of their life? Well, first they're going to learn mommy and daddy, yes and no. All right, then they're going to be pushed words. And one of the words that they're going to be pushed real soon because it's a way that parents escape dealing with their children is called computers. Little children are playing with computers at very little little bodies that run in these little bodies playing these computer games. And sadly, parents don't play the game enough to really understand what the game is. And these little children are learning how to play them, adapt to them, and get affected by them. Well... It's going to be abstract today, so don't say, well, I'm not talking about rocks constantly, which I will. I mean, I'll keep bringing it back to that. Uh, so these little children are playing with computers. At ha- what, what age? I mean, if I was little and I had a computer game to play, I would be playing it. It's, it's temptation to let go of what you have in your consciousness to learn some programmed idea of how to be and how to act even in games, one of the most corrupt games that I know was Grand Theft Auto. And I mean, I only know that from 15, 20 years ago. Because in that game, you could be a bad guy, you could be a good guy. You could beat people up, you could beat the cops up, you could do whatever you want in the game. So, what's a teacher child? Be free. Do whatever you want. Well, you know, morals disappeared. I don't know how many years ago. They were there when I was young. I used to. I explained that the last time. I said I had a book called Morals. I used to buy it every month, like Life magazine. Uh, and it got into those things. How women had to change their shape to suit men, and it was morals. How men adapted their perverted, twisted ideas, which weren't really changed much. It was always to take advantage of women at every level, and that still hasn't changed. No matter what anybody out there says, no matter what man says, I had some man. Make fun of what I said because I said, well, all men are retarded. And they go, and he said some nasty things. And I said, well, you know, I went through all the things that uh, I talk about. And if you think men are nice people, show me one that doesn't have a perverted, twisted thought in his head, that doesn't curse, doesn't drink, that does all these things in compassion and love, and thinks about God in between all that as well. How many men are like that? Do you know any? How many men could even think about God because they don't even have a clue what God could be? 
So yeah, we're getting into this point. Morals are gone. Reality is changing at every level of what we do, what we can do, or what we have to do. Tesla, well, he worked with aliens and came out with a lot of inventions. 200 he had patent. The government took 50 of them and made them into horrible weapons, devices, and used them. They gave the rest back to his country where he was from, and they made a museum out there for Tesla. But what did he have intended for these devices? What was, why were they given to him in the first place? If an alien knocks on your door and saw you doing your math or your homework and says, here's, here's something, let me teach you something, comes in and teaches you how to build an antimatter machine. Why did he give it to you? What are you supposed to do with that now? And what are you going to change? Well, here's the thing. Tesla was involved with time travel and created the machine for it to happen. So by doing that, if the alien race gave him the technology to do that, they already had plans for the future of the human race at every level, good, bad, and indifferent. If I give you a pea shooter, you're not going to hurt too many people, but if I give you a bazooka, you're going to shoot something, destroy something sooner or later with it. That's man's nature. So when they give Tesla all these things to work with and create, which he did, and you're going to see the dangers of it real soon, but uh, cars that do everything. I mean, when, when a coffee comes out of the car and says, here's a coffee, you don't have to go to stop for McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts or anything. Uh, but what was the intentions aliens gave him all the knowledge that he had? He created quantum physics. He was totally responsible for it. There was a movie out. I, it was about a magician. I don't know what it was, but it was two magicians fighting over being the best magician. And one of them was dealing with Tesla's invention, teleporting, being able to transport something. But he was on the run from the government all the time. It was a good movie on the ideas of what was going behind what Tesla released to the world. Uh, Tesla had the earthquake machine and invented it. How to create an earthquake machine in 1900. So if you don't think the government's playing with that right now, which they are, sadly to say, and what they're doing with it, uh, we're going to have earthquake wars. We're going to have tornado wars. Weather wars. Every, I, I'm not going to go into all that right now. But we're back to the 10-year-old. Playing with games. What game is beneficial to a child, really? I mean, when we were little, any toy that came out for a child had to teach them ABCs, how certain squares don't go in round holes, and things like that. But I know by the time I was 8 or 9, the toys that came out started changing. Uh... Rock'em Sock'em Robots, I mean, Bop a Bear, I don't know if you remember those games. A bear ran around on your floor and you shot him with a, a dart gun, and when you hit him, he would jump up. Uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, you, you keep boxing until you knock the other guy's head off. So, just simple ideas for children. I had to have both, uh, but I wanted a video camera, which I started doing videos when I was 10 years old, uh, which I thought was cool. I mean, I made a Dracula movie. I made a Frankenstein movie. Uh, made uh, King Kong versus <laughs> Gumby. Oh no, Godzilla versus Gumby movie. I was into it. I had nobody around me, nobody to help me, nobody to teach me anything, even how to use the camera, which is all by myself. I didn't like reading, so I wouldn't read a manual by no means. But uh, I learned everything myself. I never had somebody there helping me. And I can only say, 
when I was in high school, I was close to my grandmother, and I would go there, uh, and she would help me. She would sit on it and trying to help me pass a test, which I never did. Uh, I had dyslexia. So numbers were always backwards. Words were a lot of times backwards to me. And when I put a date down, if it was 1947 or 1862, it would be backwards or wrong, and it would always be wrong. They didn't call it anything. I never got recognized as having it, just that I couldn't remember numbers. And then uh, I had a couple other things as well. And so names, I never remember names. I can't memorize things, never could. So I had lots of problems when I was growing up. But did anybody see it, help it, or know it? I'm talking about a normal child. Now, you have your little child, you stick them in the room, you give them a computer game to play. When it's dinner time, you let them come out for dinner, then you let them go back and play for another hour, then you put them to bed. Uh, so let me say, I know, even in millionaire houses or billionaire houses, which I lived in, same thing. Even the mother was playing some stupid kitty game all the time. She'd go in the room and start playing it. I was stu- I wasn't stu- I was freaked out because uh, the t- little kids were playing Grand Theft Auto, and I saw them how what they do and everything. So the programming and these little children uh, compare that to something else. Compare it to a rock. What's a rock learn? You're going to talk to a rock or be one with a rock. What is that supposed to do for you? Is it going to help you? You want to reincarnate back as a rock? Stay in one spot. Get rained on. Get snowed on. Maybe once in a while get picked up by somebody and thrown around. If you're a big rock, you just sit there forever. Uh, what do you think a rock learns in a lifetime? And their lifetime's a hundred ta- hundred times greater than ours. So when we compare ourselves to something, why talk to a rock? Don't talk to a tree. A tree grows and dies and, and has a little more life to it. But it can't get up and move when it doesn't like where it is. I mean, somebody could dig it up and put it somewhere else where it doesn't want to be. So compare yourself to things that have no ability to do anything. And we're all the same. You know, it amazes me how people accept that idea. We're all equal. We're all one. You have no arms and legs. You're not equal to anybody else. You might want to be. You might do everything you can in life, but you still can't feed yourself. You still can't do this. And it's, it's different. We're all different. We have different abilities, different ideas, different ways to live. Our bodies are different. But even that, people think they can change it and make it whatever they want. I mean, a guy putting all these implants in his whole body, I couldn't believe it. I think he had like, I don't even know how many total in his back muscles, leg muscles, all these implants. What was he without them? A puppet. He looked like a skinny little puppet before he had all his implants. And he looks like this super tough guy, but it's all padding. So when women get their butts increased or whatever, it's to entertain who? Their ego? Well, people get that ego or disillusioned ego by comments from other people. Young girls are always without big breasts are always put down. So what is their desire to make them bigger? I mean, there's some women that are happy with their body until their husband turns around and says, why don't you get breast implants? I mean, you could put somebody out completely by saying something that ignorant. But man does it. I, I can go on in stories about that. It's just perverted, twisted, how we program ourselves. We're not like everybody else, but we want to be like everybody else. And that means good-looking, rich, and famous. 
Does it mean normal looking? No. I was married to a woman. Married, sorry, I was going with a woman. I had a native wedding uh, to a woman who, before she had any operations, looked like a person from Vietnam. Seriously. I thought she was pretty. But she had to change her body. Spent $1.2 million. She was a millionaire. To change her body. Uh, could never compare them. Never recognize either one of them. Say they, they were the same person ever. Because when you go from, I don't want to say both size, but 20, 30 times bigger. Uh, it's a different person. When you have all the su- a little bit of fat out of your body sucked out. And suddenly you're this super person. Well, a rock stays a rock. It sits there, doesn't change unless it gets smashed. It becomes more little rocks instead of one big rock. So when we compare, what are we comparing to? Nothing. When we talk to it, what do you expect to hear? Wisdom. Wisdom of what? Well, we're all con- if you're all connected to the same wisdom, why, why are you talking to a rock? See, mankind is delusional. And it really blows my mind out because... When I listen, it's boggling because these people go on about this, that, and the other thing, and none of it has any truth or any important truth behind it. Say you're living to 125. You're at 122. What did you see in your life? Half of your family died. Uh, Is that what you want? If you believe Moses lived 500 years, he saw everybody die. But the lies are all there. If you read who his brother, father was, and how I don't, I'm not, I'm not into that kind of thinking. But it's all lies because the time frame was the same. It wasn't 500 years later. He would have known nobody. Nobody would have known him. Period. So the concept of of all this that uh, he lived 500 years. I only know one person, and and why would I say that? Because he was a spiritual person. Moses was not. I'll debate anybody, anytime, any place on that one as well. You want to call in? Go right ahead. Defend Moses. I mean, the Muslim. I mean, the J- Jewish religion will. Well, he was a mass killer. If you accept a mass killer as a spiritual person, you don't understand the Bible. You don't understand the Ten Commandments, which they needed to understand. And then Moses wrote 613 more. And not one Jewish person on this planet could live by 10 of them, never mind 613. So when we talk about religions, I mean, I'm not condemning religions. If they maintained and understood their truth and followed it, it would be an important thing. If the Jewish people could live by the Ten Commandments... Alone, just to 10, not 613, they would be incredible beings. But they're not. They're no better than any other person at any level. Not more spiritual at any level. Not more aware at any level. When people talk about planet Earth as anything, they don't understand the spiritual worlds. They don't even know what they are. So... We're going to take this in a big circle as we, we keep going into this because uh, this is all kind of like on the cuff, what I'm doing today. I was so kind of involved with so many things the past two days, 
things are getting crazy here in Hawaii. Sad. I'm not going to get into that today. But uh, just trying to deal with life is hard. It never gets easy. If you're a billionaire, it doesn't get easy. Look who just died two days ago at 65. I'm 65. One of the richest people on the planet. And he died. Did all his money help him? Did he do anything with all that money that was stuck there when he didn't could have seen it do incredible things? It, it, it's mind-boggling to see that mankind could take their money and sit on it, watch people starve, get flooded out, burnt up, whatever, commit suicide like the Tibetan people were doing, all these little things and big things, and sit there on your money and say, oh, I didn't know I was going to die tomorrow. Oh, now I can do what with your money? You don't even have a choice at that point, do you? Sure, you write a, a will and stuff, but why not help people when you can be involved with it? Imagine going to a building site, build a building, go there and, and, and invite the doctors and people, whoever you want, in there and create something and see it. You couldn't have any more satisfaction than saying, well, I got $10 billion in my bank account, which is sad. The richest people are destroying the planet at every level. And we don't stop it. You don't give football players, baseball players, millions of dollars, boxes, $180,000 to try to beat somebody up. You're mentally disturbed if you do. And they say, I'm crazy or you're crazy. I'm crazy going sane. They're all sane going crazy. I'd rather be what I am than what they are. Because when they give a football player millions of dollars, they spend it on stupid things and uh, lots of problems in the home as well as every other normal person. But they get used to spending it on on things that aren't as important. Sure, Gates, I think, was donated $100 million to schools. I mean, that's incredible. But maybe something appeared to him in his night dream. So you know your life's going to come to an end soon. And are you happy what you did in life? Just like Scrooge the movie. I think every rich person should be forced to sit down and watch that 20 times in a row. And think about their money. Think about their life. Think about what they give and do. And how much people love them. Well, Elvis, who was my idol, was an incredible guy. I'm not saying his personal life was straight and right. Nobody's life is. But he did give things away. And he wasn't going, I'm going to use this for a tax write-up. I'm going to give away a car today. No, if he likes somebody, he just did it. So when people do things out of the kindness of their heart, not out of their bank account for tax reasons, Oprah goes, I'm donating a million dollars. Really? Even when she gave away all those cars on her show, she didn't buy them or pay for them. So, you know... It's time to think about, am I better than a rock? Are you? That rock's not hurting nobody. It would take a human to pick it up and throw it and hit somebody in the head with it. Now, does that rock get the karma because you did that to it? So you have to think really hard about what I'm saying today. It's not simple. It's not like, well, uh, 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 you can't use normal programmed ideas to fill in what I'm telling you. A rock is a rock. And a rock is a rock. I'm a human, and I'm human as well as that. But what's that mean? Anything? So yeah, you're connected to a rock. If you pick a rock up and throw it and hit somebody in the head with it, or you take the, pick that rock and throw it through a window, you're human. 
Are you a rock? Are you one with the rock when you smash somebody's window with the rock? Are you going to sit next to the rock and, and not eat and starve to death and die sitting next to the rock? Of course not. That either. We can go on to how these llamas and so-called spiritual people run into caves and hide out for long periods of time. If you keep away reality and think about God, your mind's going to create multiple ideas of God. Because it's got nothing else to do and nothing else to relate to. Are they going to be right? Are they going to be your experiences? Well, it depends what programs you take when you go in that cave. Take a child, put him in a cave. What are they going to come out of there with? What knowledge? What are they going to say? How to build a rocket ship when they come out of a cave? If they have no understanding of writing and math and all and science and all the other words? Depends. An entity can move in with them and start guiding them. The same Lucifer does to most people on this planet. Now, do you think Lucifer decides to go into every rock? To do what? Doesn't need to do anything to a rock. So you're the same as a rock? You're same as a tree, you're same as anything. Now, I watch lizards because they're running around my house all the time. And they still eat each other. They usually grab their tails because their tail breaks off and then they eat their tail. Uh, it's like what they do in some, some states where they take the claws, one claw and leave them the other. So that he can still feed himself. But it's like, you've got two arms, let's cut one arm off and let you go hunting with one arm instead of two. We're sick people. We're a sick race. In everything that we do now, and people say we're more spiritual, we're enlightened beings, we're going to be more enlightened. Do you think anybody on planet Earth, this Earth, deserves a doobie medal, (laughs) a gold medal, or a step into a spiritual realm. What did they do to deserve it? Now, Jesus promised to come back. Did he promise it to you? Did you hear him say it to you? Why do you assume he did? Why do people assume that? And I, I, I'm going to debate people. I, I have good friends that say this and that about Jesus. Until you walk with him, you don't know what he was teaching. Uh... No, I'm here. All right. So, uh, what I was saying, when we when we say uh, I'm this and I'm that, what do you compare it to? Women are still being persecuted, denied, and tortured and abused at every level. They can't admit it. They, they're trying to defend that they took a step forward. They were allowed to vote. Imagine that. Imagine they weren't. Well, you know, persecution, saying we're all one. How any black race, native, compared to the native race inside the United States, are so different. Any Chinese race, any Japanese race, any Hindu race, any, any other race, Spanish race, inside the United States, are they equal to the native nation at any level? They accepted killing as a reality. The native race had to accept defense as a reality. Can you compare those two souls and say they're both spiritual or they're both moving ahead? I'm not going to say either one moved ahead. But they were different. 
And for people that still go on it, they're prejudiced. Uh, everybody's prejudiced against a certain race. Give me a break. And I pulled up the numbers. I'm going to go into those numbers tomorrow. There's more white people killed than black people. So black people, don't say that. Look at the numbers. Look at the facts. I mean, yeah, it's more black women are killed than white women. Uh, but let's go into the reason why. Black men like to beat their wives. And I see it. I worked in their houses for 20 years. I saw the scars on all these women's faces all the time. It was sad. I saw a baby tied up to the bed naked. I mean, I saw incredibly horrible things going in these people's houses all day long. So until you've been there, people talk, well, uh, I know that they say, I've been there. I've been in houses. I went in eight to ten houses daily for ten, twenty. Well, I was in the projects for ten years straight. So I went in ten houses a day in the projects, meaning big, giant apartment buildings of poor people. 90% black. All right. And then the rest is Spanish. One or two white people here and there, but not common. So when I walked in a house, I saw the same thing. Everything was the same. No food, drugs, you name it. So when people say, well, uh, you're prejudiced, you know, I'm prejudiced against the things that are real. If somebody goes around killing people, I'm prejudiced against them. He's a killer. I'm not going to say I love him and send him unconditional love and pray for him. No, he's going to get exactly what he deserves, whether he does 50 Hail Marys or 1,000 or jumps up and down 10 billion times. Salt is rewarding to what people deserve. You get what you deserve. Even though it's not pleasant, we don't desire super things until we leave here. But as long as we focus on this reality, we're going to get what we deserve in this reality. When you leave your body, when you let go of being a rock, a tree, and a person, and you step into your astral body, you're given an incredible gift of seeing what that is. It's not like a rock. It's not like a human. It's not like anything that you already are programmed to believe that you are. So we can move forward or we can move backwards, but people choose to move backwards. You'd rather listen to somebody telling you, well, if you close your eyes and think positive, you're going to get money. The secret. You all know about the secret. How many millions of people became millionaires because of the secret? Any? Do you know the person involved with making that secret actually killed people? He created a sweat lodge, brought 16 people in there, and he saw plastic was burning. It was producing a gas. And I guess he told everybody that they were all tripping and experiencing something. Yeah, death. Four died. The other bunch of them had to go to the hospital. Uh, so did his secret help anybody? It didn't help him. It didn't help him understand God at any level. When you put your money on, focus on money, you'll never understand God. Jesus said that over and over and over and over. And still they don't listen. And he said that many times as well. So you can take a horse to water, the old saying, but you can't make him drink. When are people going to look at their surroundings and say, hey, wait, we can change this if we actually got involved, work together at some level. I mean, you don't have to love and kiss each other. But accept each other as a human, not a red person or a black person. I mean, both are prejudiced, not prejudiced. Uh, because of their color. But then again, so was every other tribe. I mean, going back to the Mayans, going back, it was women were prejudiced, were, were attacked and abused at every level, killed, sacrificed. So no matter where you are, what you are, you're going to be, somebody's going to be prejudiced against you. 
whether they admit it or not, by their own actions. Trump's prejudiced at every level. He's destroying the native nation today. I mean, when he puts down a woman that's trying to say she's native, well, uh, maybe she has a little bit of facts. So what? What are you, a liar, a cheater, a thief? Uh, again, we each put on our little make-believe face, our little costume, and walk outside in the world. I just was in sight. The lady was putting, not putting down, oh, that was beautiful, all those native people dancing in costumes. I said, no, they're not costumes. Costumes mean fake. Not real. Regalia is clothes that you wore that that's naturally their clothes. So it wasn't created to make somebody laugh or look like somebody else. So even simple little words, the human race, have no clue what it means to the native people. Squaw even meant a, a sleazy, sexual, bad person. So we know she's a squaw. Uh, it was bad. It wasn't a good phrase. When they gave the name Winnebago, it means piece of crap. So the names, if they translate them, don't mean anything good ever when, when, when a white person really understands what they mean. Takashla means God. So that's a different kind of a word. So when you hear words, you need to think about what you say when you call people things. I mean, what people call white people, what people call black people, what people call Indian people. Hindu people. I mean, it's wording. So does that separate us from things? A rock is a rock. Do rocks have a different name? Well, that's this kind of a rock, and that's that kind of a rock. But it's still a rock. All right? Uh, we can say what materials it's made up of that has a little different than another rock. Uh, now, a meteorite has its own composition as well. Is a meteorite the same as a rock? No. A meteorite's probably... 10, 20 times older than a rock is at any level. How long it took them to get here, how long their planet was in existence before it exploded. Uh, so yeah, there's differences. But is it still a rock, a rock, a rock, a rock? Well, yeah, guess what? It is. Does it have a soul? Can you stab a rock and kill a rock? If you grind a rock to, to powder, do you free the body of the rock? I'm not going to go into that because I don't know. I mean, I try talking to rocks. I work with rocks. I saw the beings in the rocks and stuff. But how real is it to reality? Now, the gnomes, nymphs, salamanders, the, the air, water creatures, the air spirits, and things like that, they're all real. How many people can see them, perceive, see them or even perceive them, understand them? Well, if you can, if you could, you would know one thing. They're all leaving. They are all leaving. All the things of beauty of this planet are leaving. Now, you may not believe unicorns ever existed. They did. Pegasus ever existed. They did. But which time frame? Which generation? Which world? That See, science will never prove all those things anytime soon to the human race. Not in your lifetime or your children's lifetime. And if you believe aliens are going to come down and tell us the truth, you're really looking for trouble. Because who do you think is recreating our history as we live our lives? Every six months they find new pyramids and they find new... This. Why? How do you think that happens? I mean, if they could get down to the deepest parts of the ocean, they'll find lots of cities and things like that. But 
Sergeant 18, my good friend who has his site up now, and, and try to tune into that if you get a chance. Talked about that. He had an artifact. It's called out of place artifact, meaning it's something that can't exist. And he had it in his hand. It was a rock that had a knife encased inside it. So the rock was over 500 years old. The knife was made in 18-something. So two things that do not fit together. Who put it in there? See, and I, and I totally am aware of what aliens can do. And I, and I know most people don't consider what they would do or try to do. But they do things to change our reality when they don't like which direction we're going or when they came to Tesla and gave them a whole bunch of things to change this reality to make it move forward faster. Uh, but do we need to move from a horse to a car? Well, I want to see the other side of the planet. Is there something better? Is your family on the other side of the planet? I want to see the temple. I want to see this. I want, I want to see something. I mean, close your eyes. You can travel there. And I was getting into my dreams before when we started that uh, I'm learning this ability to be able to walk in and out of dreams. And I'm all over the place. I'm on the planet and different experiences, come out of it, go back in. Uh, I used to do it all the time, but I said, leave it the way it is. I, I was crazy, but I'm coming out of it. But it's, it's a different, it changes energy. If you're in a bad situation, in a dream, and you come out of it, and go, wow, I was being hung, I was being this. And you go back in the dream and you stop it. You just say, I don't, I'm doing this. You rip the, the noose off and you just walk away. I mean, and then they start shooting you in your bulletproof. You can be whatever you want in your dream if you're aware of it. Uh, imagine that. Then when you wake up, you're not so drained and, and sucked dry by energy. I went through some dreams where I was, I never felt so bad when I got up. I mean, the dream was so 100% solid, which it was probably happening at some one place. And then dealing with it in this physical reality. Because you're drained and, and every thought is, well, they almost got and this almost, and, then, and you're just thinking about it, giving it more energy. But imagine going in there and just, hey, guess what, aliens, you're gone. You're out of the picture and put something else there. Take flamingos and feed them, whatever. Change the reality of the dream. It changes your reality. And you'll come out with a different attitude, different emotions, different feelings. And we're feely, feely people. We want to feel good all the time. That's all we care about, is feeling good. Not feeling spiritual, not feeling uh, all these other things, but feeling good or feeling loved. And we have to make up the love idea that everybody loves us, because so why? I don't think they can live without that. So, let's go deeper. I mean... Okay, you're not a rock, you're a person. Can you compare yourself to a rock? I hope not. Well, maybe your life's dull, you just stay in your room, you sit there like a rock does, you don't have anything going on, you don't know what's happening on the planet, uh, you're void of truth and things. Uh, you want to build yourself closer to a rock? Go right ahead, most people do. Well, I'd rather be a rock and not know what's happening. You'd rather be ignorant. And then you think you're going to be spiritual in the end of being ignorant? A lot of famous people realize that without the pain and suffering, you don't grow. Without going through an incredible experience, you're not going to open yourself to an incredible experience. I mean, one can seem bad, but it'll open you for having an incredible experience spiritually. 
And the spiritual one will always tear away the bad one. I mean, by my own experiences, I was going to get into the one experience I had. I never went into it in detail. Uh, maybe sometime in the future I will. I just don't want people comparing what they experience to whatever I do. We're different. I mean, not that Jesus is going to change for anybody else. No, he's going to be exactly who he was and who he is. Is uh, As far as what spirit or God is going to allow you to have, and become, and where you're going to be while you have it. There's many worlds. When Jesus said, in my Father's mansion, there's many rooms. Religious people don't understand that. It's not going from the kitchen to the bedroom to the bathroom. Not at all. But they won't understand that, because they don't believe in the things that are important, which Jesus taught. Sorry to say, people that are Christians, you have one-tenth of the, the truth, maybe not even that much, of what Jesus was really teaching. You think, when Peter couldn't understand what Jesus was teaching, one of his closest, one of his close disciples, how's that? And you're going to understand it by a couple words in the Bible, by some other idiot that doesn't even know what happened, really, and decide to write a story? Very few people could write. Only two people around Jesus could write. Only two. And not great at that. They weren't scholars by any means. So who rewrote whatever they said? Somebody. Everything you hear and what you hear now or read was rewritten by a, a person with knowledge and, and reading abilities and writing abilities. Not by a rock. Not by a tree. It wasn't carved on a tree by magical, magical wands waving their images over it. Kind of like crop circles today. Again, what is crop circles saying? They're saying something, they wouldn't be doing it, and people can't do that. Oh, yes, they can. No, they can't. Not in hours, not in the structures that are being put on the ground and stuff like that. But again, why? I mean, there's people that try to translate it. Just as like a person, I just, well, he's dead. But I never liked him, never liked anything he said, his stories uh, about the Anunnaki and all that baloney. Well, people accepted it. If you hear something and it sounds good, you'll probably accept it as truth. If it doesn't sound good, you're not going to accept it as truth. So the only way I can get more people to listen is if I lie to them. And I can't do that. I can make money if I lie to people. can't do it. And I won't. I'd rather die. I'd rather die homeless and poor than tell people lies and be rich. Because I stand before God, no matter where I go, what I do. Period. Oh, you don't believe in God? That's your choice. You will some lifetime. Maybe next one or one after that, or maybe a hundred lifetimes from now. If you hold on to this truth, this reality, and believe any of it, you'll stay here. Just like the rock. Doesn't know better. Doesn't know that it can leave or be, if it was that, really, in the, if you want to put it that way. But when you compose of a reality, I mean, planet Earth, the universe here, the, 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 the minerals, I mean, what, I mean, the minerals keep going up. First it was like 96, then it was 112, then 114. I don't even know what they're up to now. But just minerals and metals on this planet, how many come to this planet that weren't here. Uh, yeah, we're all composed of those things. They, they said if you took the body, 
We took the iron, the lead, the mercury, and all these different things and separated it. We'd be what worse like me. I went, used to be at the dollar thirty-five, but it might even be a couple dollars more than that now. If you broke down every everything that's in the body. Not saying we're worth a lot. We're not. Not the body itself, especially when it breaks down. So, break a rock down if it has gold in it, it's worth a lot more than we'll ever be. Uh, or titanium, platinum, I mean all those things, even diamonds and, and rubies and all that. Uh, well, now, I, I kind of explained about crystals. They're not rocks. They do vibrate at a higher vibration than any other rock does. They do a lot of different things that no other rock does. I work with a medicine woman, first person to teach crystals in the United States, Ocean of Basswell. And then people copyrighted her stuff and put out books and everything else. I'm not going to, I think Melanie put out a book after her and a couple other people did about crystals, rocks, and everything else. But the native people use crystals. And so did a priest behind the pulpit did for, for a period of time, and I'm sure they had no clue why. I, I found out. I was in the church, and I, and I always went where I wasn't supposed to. I looked behind the pulpit, and there was a crystal ball in there. Why? Uh, you know, in a Jewish, they have this door that you can't open and things. I mean, uh, I was bad. When somebody says you can't do that, as a child, well, what, why not? What's wrong? What's, what's going on that I'm not supposed to know? The truth? So always find the truth. Working in a Catholic church, in a, in a priesthood, in a school, Catholic school. Going downstairs, seeing hundreds of bottles of wine being taken out every week. Then seeing all the girls' underwear in the priesthood, in the basement. And things. It was, it was, everything was perverted, always. So when did morals disappear? When I was little. I was abused and taxed so many different ways and times and stuff. Uh, so am I aware of what really goes on? Yes, I am. Does it bother me? No. I'm glad it's all over. I'm at a new place in my life, getting ready for death. I know my partner doesn't hear it. She said, well, I really can't stop you. I said, I, I didn't say, I know you can. It's not your, your choice. If God says I can leave, I will, period. When it lets me go. I, I had a chance once, and I, I had... Other problems, I almost died so many times, but then the one time I said, do you want to leave? At that point, I wanted to finish my last book, which I did, the one that I really needed to get out, which I'm going to keep out there, mainstream until I die, The True Teachings of Jesus from God Realization. Being with Jesus when he was alive, being a female in that lifetime, understanding who Mary Magdalene really was. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is considered a saint in the Catholic religion. Because she supposedly gave birth to Jesus with immaculate conception. Watch the TV show on TV. <laughs> I didn't know I was pregnant. Nine months pregnant. I couldn't. Have, I can't be pregnant. Uh, all those kind of shows. Uh, did Jesus have brothers? Of course he did. So did Mary ever have sex? Of course she did. Was it like immaculate? Well, people want to say it, call it that. To make somebody better, you got to make it sound better. If he, if he was born naturally, he's not going to be so super powerful in their minds. Well, he had no real, what, father? Uh, denying everything he said, my father, my father, he always mentioned his father. But, uh, no, I don't want to go into that aspect. But, again, we each 
have this program that we're all one. And if we accept that, it becomes a burden. It becomes a lock, a padlock to us, to our, to the ground. It's not going to let us go any further. If you think you're here to help everybody else on the planet, I'm not. I'm just putting it out there for the few souls that might listen and get something out of it. And maybe they won't have to have ten reincarnations after this. Or even two or three after this. If they're willing to work at it. And and people say, well, I don't believe your truth. Well, I don't care. Because you're going to reincarnate next lifetime. You might get a little closer to the truth. Then you'll reincarnate again and get a little bit closer to the truth. Somewhere down the road, sooner or later, you might realize that there is a truth. But then, what if you're one of those souls? I don't want the truth. I don't ever want the truth. I'm happy being here. Well, that's where you'll stay. When the earth gets destroyed, you'll be put in the astral plane. When a new world's created, you'll be put back on it. And live in the laws of this physical dimension. Which are pretty pathetic. We can go into why God, God allows it. We will, but not right this second. Everything has a vibration. A rock has a low vibration. A tree's vibration is a little bit higher because sounds really make plants active. If you take certain bird calls and put it on around trees and plants, they'll grow faster. Sonic Bloom proved it by by using algae and bird songs to make plants grow 20 to 50 times faster than they normally do. So they work with vibration. A rock doesn't. You blast a rock with a strong enough vibration, it shatters, yeah. But a plant, put the vibration on it, it feeds on it, like humans do on vibration, good vibration, which we don't have much of. Now, the, the more solid something is, the lower the vibration is. Now, what happens to a tree when it's turned into a table? You're still connected to the table? Uh, when it was a tree, were you connected to the tree, if you believe that stuff? Now you're connected to the table? Well, take the table home with you and live with it. Uh, people want to believe some serious, ridiculous ideas. The truth's not complicated. The truth is never complicated. God's incredible in, in what it does and what it is and everything else. But it didn't create a reality and make it ten times harder for us. It gave us a reality to at least understand us itself as soul, which is the greatest gift it could have gave us. Instead of being a void atom floating around in space doing nothing, unaware, becoming aware. So that makes us different than everything else. The moon, the sun, the stars, we're almost star. Go ahead, stay up there and shine your light uh, if that's what you want to do. It's temporary. Everything will disappear. Stars, planets, you name it. They'll all slowly, eventually disappear in time. What did it come back as? A human? Oh, I was a star, I was a frog, I was a horse. You can say all those things if that's what you want to believe. You can take on a body. The Hindu people say whatever, the, some, some parts of it do. Whatever they think of is what they're going to come back as. Well, don't think of a, a, a roach because you're going to come back as a roach. Uh, that's a sad way to think. Soul moves forward, at least if it's trying to. 
So if you're walking on a spiritual path or trying to, and you're coming close to death, oh, I thought of a bug. It doesn't mean you're going to come back as a bug. If you believe that, you'll tell yourself you are. And hopefully you'll have the awareness when you come back as a human again, you'll be a little more aware. Uh, but that's limited to the level of what you're going to put yourself through when we're working through these vibrations that we claim are this, that, and the other thing. Turning a tree into a table is sad. Turning a tree into a house is sad. For the tree. I mean, not for the person that lives in the house. Uh, it's pouring. I don't know if you can hear it over the thing. I need to close a couple windows. I'm just going to play something for two seconds. Don't run, uh, don't run away. I promise I'll be right back. Uh, what should we start with? I don't know. Just something simple for as fast as I can. I'll be right back. something important I mean don't get an ego about it but don't compare yourself to a rock a worm caterpillar I mean a caterpillar goes through three changes the metamorphosis that it does know what very few creatures can do that but in its awareness it, it could be going through this greatest thing imagine swimming in the water in the lava and coming out growing this worm body and walking around on climbing up trees and then sprouting a pair of wings and start flying. So you get to see all levels of life. So what do you think a, a butterfly would want to come back as? See, we, we think of things in, in some kind of weird way and we don't follow through. And my, my suggestion is no matter what it is, what your truth is, what you believe in, and take it to its limit. Push it. Push it, push it, push it. 
Because you're going to get you somewhere more aware to the truth if you do. Well, he said this, I'm going to accept that. No. Don't accept anything. Unless you really don't care. And if you don't care, don't push yourself to even find out about it. If there's something you're passionate about and believe in, go to the ends. If you want to learn about love, who's the first person to say I love you? Does anybody know? When was love really in existence, which it wasn't in for, for a super long time? They never used the word in Atlantis. Uh, you can feel vibration and stuff, so it was, it was different. We have the five senses now, and we, we live by them. And smell, taste, sense, uh, all that. But as far as what they're good for, making us believe certain things, making us things taste better than they are, everybody uses spices on things. I guess they don't like to taste the food. And then they put heavy spices on it. Again, they don't like to taste the food. So do you eat things that taste good or do you eat things that are supposed to make you healthy? Now you have to eat things that make you healthy. But they're not out there. We compare ourselves to everything. We're comparing ourselves to animals because we eat just about anything. So when you compare yourself to a rock, compare yourself to a, a, a mountain lion, a, a, liger, a lion or a tiger. That are carnivorous, meat eaters, that love to eat meat. We eat anything. Anything that moves, we'll eat it somewhere on this planet. Some race will. Cat, dog, kangaroo, you name it. And there's somebody eating it. Dolphins, whales. It's sad. We don't have morals. Moses at least had that moral of certain things we shouldn't eat and certain things we should. His morals about it was were, were twisted. Cloves, hoofs, and things like that were the things that they couldn't eat. Uh, crows on its belly. Uh, people crow on their bellies. I mean, some tribes ate humans. So it's a twisting of reality that I keep telling you, if you search it out, whatever it is, you'll see the truth. You'll get closer to it. The more you try, the more you'll see, the more you'll understand. Love is a delusional word for the human race. Man wants to hear it no matter what. Say you love me. I love you. I love you. Let's get married. We're married. And then they break apart next year. So what did that love mean? Anything? Well, when Jesus said he loved Mary, uh, I don't think there was anybody on this planet that could have meant more of what he said than what he said. He knew he was dying. He knew he was going to leave his body. He knew he was having a child. He knew she was going to be an incredible being after he left. So, being aware is an incredible experience. And, and I had that experience. And it helps you see things beyond the good and bad. Usually it's bad, because when you see beyond the lies, you see more lies. I told you, when I was empathic, and being around people, I couldn't go into lots of people, because then I just heard multiple thoughts on top of each other. But walking past one person at a time was like the hard, most horrible thing. Because, you know, oh, I'm spiritual. What What's in that little twilight thinking of your mind? How to have perverted sex? Or what contra- contraption you can drink, make to drink and whatever. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the mind. It has nothing to do with spiritual. 
ever. I don't think I ever heard a person saying, God, you know, I want to know you more. Shine your light on me. Give me the teachings. Give me the truth. Let me see it. I mean, I don't hear people saying that. Sure, when they're awake and they say, well, I've got to pray. I've got to pray. And they pray for 10 minutes, whatever. Hour, two hours, even up to that. The longer you pray doesn't make the prayer better. It's only what you go in there to ask for. And you're asking for something. I mean, even the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, they were only asking to survive. They didn't say, Give me the car in the driveway, give me a new house, give me a, a boat in the backyard uh, so I could take it out into the ocean, go fishing. Uh, we pray for things we want. And then we pray, God, do this for other people. Uh, do you think if we're going to pray to God to tell it what to do, that it should even listen to you? God knows what everything does. Not that it's going to pay attention to us. We're not, we don't deserve its awareness. Tell me on, who on this planet deserves God to be watching in 24 hours? Him or her? A baby? No, the baby has to grow. I mean, the first thing we do is take it away from its parents if, if, if he wanted to protect it. Uh, we look at reality in this perverted, twisted, sick way. And now the New Age movement coming in, uh, or I should say UFO world, uh, they're both similar because they have the, they, they kind of put the same things together, saying aliens are going to come here and help us and all those kind of things. That religion's not real and uh, we're all one. And, and it's a twisting of a sickness that mankind has created. Sacrificing all these people all through history. You think it helped the race move forward? I mean, there's one tribe that still eats humans. I saw a video that made that tore me apart when this tribal village had three children and they said they can't feed them, so they killed them. They dug a hole and threw them in there and they buried them. And the guy filmed the whole thing. And you could hear him screaming under the dirt for a while. But in the middle of the night, one of the children dug a hole where they buried these kids and took one of the children and ran out into the woods with it. That was horrible because the cameraman's just trying to show reality, but to stand by and let it happen is his karma as well now. Things that don't fit into we're all one is karma. We're all on planet Earth, so we all should respect the air, water we breathe, and the things we eat. Because we all have to do that. But when somebody believes in some perverted religion or twisted religion to another, do you have to accept that? You should not. You shouldn't be forced to accept that. Which is going to happen? It's going to happen soon. And not that I'm Christian. I'm not. But the Christians are going to be one of the ones that are under attack. Why do you think they took God out of everything? Except when, when, when that stupid court case went on last week and they said in the name of God. I was in grand jury, jury duty. They said they stopped using the word of God in court because it doesn't mean anything to, most, to a lot of people. If you don't know God, it's like saying I, I, in the name of Batman or the name of Superman. What's the difference? Well, God's, God's what it is, not you. You're not God. You're not even close to God. So are you going to be spiritual because you used its name? 
if you believe God would smash you with a hammer on the head and you told a lie and all that, but that's not real. So we twist all these things and make it sound like we're better. We're more spiritual. We're all one with a rock now. Well, sit in your little box. Think of all the things that you think you are. And then when it comes close to you dying, think about where you're going to go. Because that rock's going to still be sitting right there. You're going to be on a bed and your body's going to start failing. And your soul's going to start stepping out of your body. What are you going to be aware of? What are you going to accept? Lucifer? His demons? Read Barbara Messiniak's book, Bringers of the Dawn. Uh, she dealt with the Pleiadians. She didn't even know that they were us from the future. But she talked about the alien races that use our souls that go through the astral plane before they get into it and they absorb it and use them. An unaware soul is quite usable. Same as an unaware person is quite usable. Look at what man's doing now. What children are doing. Who do you think's feeding it energy? I know Sergeant 18 on his show, he talks about Lucifer a lot. Uh, I do once in a while. Lucifer is a real angel. One of the highest angels as well as Michael. But even the Pope had to come out last week blaming Lucifer on all the things going wrong. Uh, let's blame Lucifer. How about blaming himself for what he's doing to a religion? If you can't take a religion forward, don't move it backwards. Which is what he's doing. When he turned around and said there's no such thing as hell, Adam and Eve is a fake story. And he's trying to rewrite a couple uh, of the 13, uh, 13, 10 commandments. So he's going to face God, and I write him every night. Say, so what are you going to do when, when you stand before your, your creator? Tell him what a good man you were? What you taught? You don't know Jesus. I confront him on that. What do you know about Jesus? The things he says are just airy-fairy statements, which all airy-fairy people say. Uh, futurist people, one of the most famous ones is Barbara Max Hubbard. I think her workshop, I, I signed up for it just to listen to her. Last time I got two, set, two questions in there on top of them. Sure, they took it all different ways and went wherever they want with it, but I couldn't say anything else about it. Uh, confront somebody on the truth and see where they can go. Nowhere. Nothing could attack the truth. So, when we, when we move on, uh, understanding vibration, that humans' vibrations are much higher than, than all the other things on this planet. Stability, uh, a rock stable. But we're not. We don't have to be. We move around. We can move around. But always know where you're going to put your foot. Sure, in front of you. Make sure there's something to stand on when you put your foot there. If you try to go to the level of trying to understand a rock, why not God? You'd rather talk to a rock than God? Well, God doesn't listen. Well, Spirit listens. Spirit's what, what connects us. Spirit's what brings us to things that we need or don't need. I should say we don't want. Uh, but we have to have it. Uh, like a disaster to the planet. So, 
there's ways to opening up to the truth. I'm talking about the real truth, not my ego, not your ego. Well, the whole planet is one ball, one rock. So you want to relate to that. Oh, it's all one. Yeah, you, you chip a rock and break it two, break it three. Well, I do the same thing about a mirror and describe it as God. Take a big mirror and drop it on the ground. Oh, I'm going to get calm. I'm going to, well, take the biggest piece that's on the ground and say, okay, this is God. Pick up a little teeny piece of the mirror on the side of it and say, well, this is a piece of God. Is it God? No, but is it a piece of it? Yes. If you can respect that aspect in the right way, guess what? Greater things you'll achieve and do, not just in the physical reality. But if you can't perceive that, and you say, well, no, no, I'm that, so I'm, I'm the same as God. No, you're not. It's like saying you're, you're a car. Your bumper falls off. Your bumper's not the same as you anymore. That bumper gets thrown in the junkyard, you keep driving around. Uh, we have to be aware of life, what we are, who we are, what we're doing, and then find something to, to grow on that, meaning how far can we make that grow into something better, more, more realistic, more real, more true. We can do a lot of things in reality. But if it's all to know, I want my name in the book of records as helping the most people. How about killing the most people? And in a marriage, in, in situations, how many murders are committed in the name of love? Or their twisted idea of love, or what happened with love? Many. More violent people get shot. I, I'm going to give all those kind of numbers tomorrow. Because in a relationship, how many women are shot? I mean, a woman usually doesn't come in and shoot the husband because of cheating, but usually the man does. So, are we moving forward? Are we like the rock? We're not even like the rock because we're getting involved with feelings and emotions, which the rock cannot. You tell the rock, I love you, does it change the rock at any level? If you say you love it, love it, a, a plant, you're putting on a vibration, a sound vibration, which it can perceive at some strange level. I'm not a tree right now or, or a flower, but you can see it within the plant. And people that do that have much healthier plants. I mean, even when people cook, if you're angry and you put that anger into the food, it makes people don't feel good. Put love into it, people can feel that. Energy is real. Is it who and what we are? No. It's what connects us. That's the connection. The vibration we put out. And then Jesus said, it's not what you put in, it's what you put out. So, if you can vibrate and then allow the light and sound to vibrate out of you, it'll, it'll, it'll touch people. I mean, it'll touch bad people as well as good people. But you have to be aware and that awareness doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't come easy. And without experience, you might not ever understand that. So you have to be willing to get out of the box, do things that will have a, a chance of helping you perceive or understand greater things. 
not just great at teachers and speakers. I mean, I'd love to see somebody talk better than I do as far as the truth. They might be able to phrase things in a better way, but they won't be able to say better things. Is that ego? No. Because all I talk about is God. There's nothing else that matters. When you limit it to a job and a house and a car, I mean, it's like a person limited in their life to farting. I mean, it's ridiculous. We don't want to be the lowest level. We want to be the highest level of vibration. Can you just change your vibration? No. Getting angry, it changes your vibration pretty fast, though. But you say, I want to be spiritual and, and, no, and just make it spiritual? No. But the anger part, which is controlled, that's allowed to come into the body, uh, can tear you down quite fast. And allow you to become a murderer, a killer, a rapist, abuser, and all those words. But love doesn't make you a great lover. Well, I want to love every woman on the planet. Really? Uh, when people say the world is in balance, I use that as my scenario. As, no, it's a lie. We're not in balance. We never will be. For every action, there's an opposite and equal to the action. Positive or negative. Well... To show you that's a lie, and I use this scenario all the time, I have ten people, and I strap them to the wall. And I go to each one of them, and I stick a spoon of ice cream in their face and say, I love you. Is that going to make them love me? I keep telling them, I love you so much, and you lick their bodies. And you, you, I mean, whatever you can perceive that you think you can make somebody love you, smile at them, touch them, whatever. Is that going to make them love you? No possible way. On the other hand, you take ten people, strap them to the wall, and you do like what happened to this guy that was killed in the other country. Start chopping their fingers off. They're going to love you? You can make them hate you easily. Somebody standing against the wall, you smack them right away, they're going to start hating you. I mean, you can make people hate you, but you can't make people love you. And I think that's it. It should be the opposite way around. We should be able to make people love us rather than hate us. The world would be incredible if that was true. But it's not. So look at the facts. Look at the truth. Try to find the truth. If you don't know it, keep searching for it. It's there. It'll always be there. Now, do you want to understand God? Can you talk to God? What are you talking to if you do? A loving, compassionate being? Which is what you were told it is? It isn't. No, it's not. Whether you want to admit that to yourself or not, face it. We have many chances in life to take a greater step and become something better. Uh, we hold on to what we're programmed to believe, like, oh, you have to have a family, you have to have a child, and all that. Well, my aunt was young, and she was an incredible artist. Disney, Disney saw her work and asked her to come to Disney, Disney World to be an artist for, her, for him. 
She was young. She could have. I think I don't know how how much she was in tune with her her boyfriend at the time. Turned it down. All right. Got married. Had sex one time. Had a child. Never had sex again. Do you think her her life was happy and fulfilled? Her son stayed with them forever. He still lives in the same house by himself. Everybody else died. Or do you think by being able to let go of what she was told was what had to be or what should be and, and, and open the door for something new that could have totally changed who and what she was and what she did. See, we hold on to the wrong programs. We hold on to the wrong lies. Or I should say we hold on to all the lies and don't look for the truth. Do I have all the truth? Yes. Can I give it to you? No. I could give you some of it. Is that ego? To you it is. Because you don't know any truth. Well, most people have a very small speck of truth, what it really is, what it means, and what, what, what's behind it all. What is God? Answer that. Prove it to yourself. Understand it and know it. And then suddenly you're going to be able to say, well, I know the truth now. Talking to God is the most ridiculous idea, concept, and for people to go out there and brainwash people and say, well, I talked to God, and he said, we just have to love each other. That's delusional. It's the program that infected his morals, which he has none, because the morals is you need to deal with the truth only. You can't deal with the lies. The programmed idea of God which I do every once in a while, which we'll do again, because that's, that's one thing I want people to really listen to and think about. Because in your room, or your, wherever you are, out on the beach, a park, wherever, think about God. Not what the Bible says, not what your mother said, not what your father said, not what other people said. What do you know about God? Nothing. Now, go to the second step. What do you feel about God? Why feel he loves me? Why? Because you were programmed to think that. Go beyond that now. What do you know about God? Well, I know it's real. How, how do you know it's real? I got this feeling it says it's real. Okay, now, that's a starting point. Because now you're going deep inside yourself, truly understanding that something between you and God exists. Whatever that is can grow. Being aware of that can make that grow. Are you willing to step in that space? Or would you rather hear an alien come over and land on your yard, come knocking on your door and say, hey, come on on a ship. We're going to teach you all about God. And expect, the, expect their truth to be important to you. They're coming to this planet in 2018. For what reason? They could have came here in, in, in the year one. They could have came here in the year 100 or beast before Christ and, and, and before those dates. And made it a better place if they could have. And they didn't. Are people. Aware to look at. The time frame. I, I mean not the exact time. Not what the government says is the time frame. But the time frame that you can perceive. Well aliens were always here. And what were they doing. 
What good things did anybody ever do? Ever. Other than Jesus. Seriously. And I'm not promoting the Bible. What he did, I mean, it's not in the Bible. He taught people how to leave their bodies and travel in the inner worlds and all that. That has nothing to do with the Bible. So don't compare the Bible as, uh, to what I'm saying, spiritual truth to a religion. They don't fit together. They're not the same. They're totally different. One's reality of the physical realm. One's reality of the spiritual realm. Two separate realms. And most people in the physical reality can't get into the spiritual reality or realm. They don't deserve to. Oh, we're all equal. We all deserve what? What did you do for God ever? What makes you think you're better than anybody? What makes you think you have the right to deserve anything? When a woman loses a child, it's hard to imagine what that's, that is. I'm not going to go into my past lives. I was a woman and I also had birth happen and something happened as well. But understanding that, to lose something that you, you realize life and, and something different, uh, compare that to reality. What do you know about life? Well, uh, I can go out and buy a milkshake and have a steak dinner and watch a movie and go play sports, but i got to go to work tomorrow. I mean, what's different about that? What's important about that? Well, we all have to work. For what reason? Why are you working? Soul can live without eating for a long period of time, if it wants to, if it had to. When you see these survivors, two days and they're dying, uh, the mentality of awareness is limited. Soul doesn't need food, but the mind says, oh, you're out of food, you're dying. The mind controls us aging, becoming younger. It controls everything. I, I'm just amazed I live to, to the point where I'm at now. I didn't want to live this old ever. Everybody I knew that was this old, I said, oh, they're old. So I look in the mirror and said, man, I'm old. Do I want to stay here much longer? Why? To see a beautiful world. It's not going to happen soon. We've got to go. We're going, we're going down. Like, take a snowball, roll it down a mountain. It's not even halfway down to the bottom where it hits the bottom. We're not ready for that explosion yet even. We're getting there. We keep moving faster and faster, but we're not there yet. Do I want to see it again? No. Do I want to be there afterwards? No. Uh, when I was a native in a past life, I was on Wounded Knee. And when they slaughtered us, I was one of the people that left to stay and take protect the women. All right? The, the tribe was out fighting, and they left. So the, the, the village was pretty well un, unsupported. But they came in and started killing all the women and children. I got killed. So, how do you justify, well, I was a good person or I was a bad person? I did what I could, but I still got killed. <laughs> killed it. Did. Uh, it was horrible. And to see it going down. When when you hear these rape stories and, and the husband or boyfriend was tied up and forced to watch and things, sick reality we're living in. Sick world. Sick people. Children going to school with guns to blast people apart. Where does that come from? Iraq? Iraq's just sitting there. He's not grabbing any weapons to do anything. 
He's not trying to. It's not trying to. But then to say, well, compare that to what you know about God. You don't know nothing about God, so you can't compare it to it. How do you compare what you don't know to what something is? When you don't know what that something is. If you know God, you know truth. And there is no truth without God. So that's it's a contradictory to most people. Why well, don't believe in God? Well, you don't believe in the truth then. To believe mankind can move forward with its own ignorance, 7.4 billion people will be at, they're saying, 10 to 20 by 2030. I think by 2025 we'll already be at 10, 10 billion. If the world survives, which I don't think it's going to make it that far. It can't. Uh, it would change the vibration of the whole reality if it does, if it went that far. But we're too sick of a race to get that far. If you don't think the weather wars are happening, earthquakes are being forced, and all these things, chemtrails, and do you know they started chemtrails in the 50s? Do people understand? No, 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 no. No, it was already designed that they could actually make it rain in places and stop it and do different things by lacing the sky with chemicals and things. So it's an old theory reinforced by new things of putting things in these trails that they can use with the harp system. All technology that Tesla brought out based on the alien friends he worked with. So is that spiritual at any level? No. Was he one of the most greatest minds? No. Was Einstein? No. Einstein worked with aliens as well. Uh, realize, these people went to the same schools. And for somebody to come out, like he did, and come out with 200 inventions, I mean, Tesla came out with the first radio. Uh, nothing even close to the idea of it, and he came out with the idea of how it works and made it. Uh, I know I was 12 years, well, 12, and I got my first radio. It was a clip that you clipped on a piece of metal and you put the earphone in your ear and you slide the spaceship's antenna up and down to get to different channels. Uh, but it worked. And there was no power to it other than clipping on the metal. Did Tesla invent that? Yes, he did. That's how the first radio was built. So technology came out of somewhere. And was it spiritual? No. Most things that men invent are useless in any important way. Oh, it makes things easier. Anything to make things easier is what the human race wants to build and create. I want a car that drives me all around and I don't have to do a thing. Well, then why drive? What do you got to get around for? Uh, just put your TV on. You could see any part of the world. You could see space. What do you want? To, what do you need to be there for? You want to smell it? Go to go to Hindus, uh, to the Hindu cities and stuff. How bad they smell. Go to these countries. Go with the poverty. Go with the rats running around on the streets and stuff. Is that what you think is beautiful? Well, the temple isn't beautiful, but they let the rats living in it. I mean, perversions and twisted truth, it grows within religion. And it's also growing with the word spirituality now. Even though they don't perceive it, they perceive there are six and seven dimensional beings or eight dimensional beings. They're going to keep going up. The more they think they're better, they're going to keep trying to raise that. But they're not. They are not better. No person on this planet is better spiritually in 99% of all people living on this planet. There are a few souls that are. Where do I put myself? I'm not going to... I don't brag about where I'm at. I know where I'm at. I don't say I'm spiritual. 
I've been on a spiritual quest most of my life. I know what spiritual means. So that's a little better than not knowing what it means. Understanding God? I can go there. Is that better than not knowing God? A thousand times better. Knowing who you're responsible to or what you're responsible to than not means your life is useless. If you think you're responsible to yourself, you are. But what that what is that responsibility to after that, God? If your father gave you a brand new car, you're 21, you just turned 21. Your father brings you in the house and gives you a can of beer to drink and he says, okay, your gift's out in the driveway and there's a new vet outside. Get the keys, go in your car and start speeding around in your little vet. And then you smash it. Is there any spiritual truth within that? Was there a good thing happening ever? Responsibility is the second important word to morals. Morals, if you have morals, you have responsibility. With responsibility, you respect God's laws. So it's a chain that follows each other. That's the truth. Period. You can say, no, 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 live in a lie, live in this world, live in hell if you want to, and stay there. Live with this slime that lives on this planet. Sorry, people. I live in Hawaii, and I never saw so many abused dogs in, in one town. I could count 100 dogs in, in three square blocks where I live. They don't do anything about it. The Humane Society doesn't do things about anything. I mean, people burn fires nonstop. People do whatever they want. Nobody cares. Nobody does anything. You call that spiritual? It's not. So when you say I live in a beautiful world, hell, Hawaii, and I could still say hell, they fit very much the same. We got disease here. We got chemtrails over us all the time. We got gas from the bog, the, the volcanoes. We got a lot of harbor. We got the skin-eating virus here. We got. Uh, the uh, lung, rat lung disease. We got a lot of things. That sounds like hell to me. It's like Dante's Inferno, the different levels of hell. Well, we're living in it. We're not going to it. The only thing that man has never got the awareness of, that he has to get out of it. Which is what Jesus taught. Whether you want to accept that, that's fine. Believe in any alien's stupid wording or whatever. Some, some, some guy that says he's spiritual or, or whatever. Now, People like Sai Baba. I kind of tried to follow him a little bit just to see where he's going, what he was. He was a magician as well as a preacher. He did stupid magic tricks to win his people over. And the tricks he would do is like pull a ring out of the air and give it to somebody in front of thousands of people. That's not a spiritual person. The person that I studied with, who was a Vajra master, that's what I call him. I call him Mr. D. He was the most powerful person I ever met on this planet. To this day, I don't think I'll ever meet a more powerful person than he was. He's dead. But in the interim, when I studied with him, he treated me like gold. He treated his students like, like spiders and worms. He had an army. He had a big army. They would do anything he said to them. Period. Kill me, they would have. Anything he told them to do, they would do it. 
They were his little army, just like Lucifer. But then again, he, he brought me on a roof. He was on the fourth floor of an apartment uh, apartment building. He went on a roof. He says, what do, we, what do you need? I said, well, I want to see a ship. And he goes, I'll call a ship over. And he pulled the ship right over the house. He says, well, they're not going to land today. We'll do it in, in the next month or two. It'll land, all right? Uh, and I got off the roof, and I was blown away. But it's one thing else he did. If you're going to pull things out of the air, pull things out of the air that don't exist here. He goes, just so you know, and he pulls a black rose out of the air. Try to find a black rose anywhere. So when people claim things, if you need proof, they can prove it to you if they have to, if that's what you need. If you're saying you're a spiritual person, I do my things in my own way. I, I work with Shiva, and Shiva was the bringer of people's karma, and I could be that any given second. Meaning, come meet me, hang out with me, and you're going to go through the karma that you're supposed to be paying that you're not. And I did it. I did it for years. From the people I love, to my best friends, you name it. Their karma was instant. The second they met me, within a day, they had serious problems at every level. So, yeah, I, I, I couldn't deal with that. I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be the bad person. Even though it's helping them work out their karma, which they're not planning on doing and they're being forced into it, uh, not directly by me. I was just the open vehicle for, for Shiva to come through. Uh, I can go into that. Nobody else on this planet can. I challenge anybody. Please. Does it make me better? No. Does it make me spiritual? No. Am I aware? Yes. I'm aware of the truth. I'm aware of God, what God is, what it wants, what it demands. Whether we hear it or not, doesn't mean God doesn't demand things from us. Oh, and we expect it to protect us? For what reason? Because the Bible says so. You don't know God. You don't know Jesus. Jesus said, give your life. He didn't say, keep your life. He talked. Read his words. If you even read the Bible, if you're a Christian. He wasn't talking about living forever. Not on planet Earth. When he said, leave your families, he said that for reasons. Everything Jesus said was important aspect of what he was teaching but if you twist it into love and compassion and protection uh, forgiveness, all those words you lose track sure when he talked to the poor homeless people in the, in the, in the woods and the mountains and things like that, he, he made it as simple as he could, he wasn't teaching them not the truth not how to be a spiritual being like his, his apostles were they all learned abilities from the astral plane. Uh, it's not high spiritual world, but it's much higher than this realm. Moses, who played in the astral world, I guess he became friends with Lucifer. I mean, they tried to twist it around, and his the guy's father was Mur Murduk, who was the devil. That's all baloney. Stupid fantasy stories. Lucifer's Lucifer will always be Lucifer. The same as you are who you are, and you will always be that. 
you're not going to become Lady Godiva in a, in a past life. You're not going to become King Pharaoh in another lifetime. No, you're who you are in all your lifetimes. But you can relate to anybody else that you want, but you're probably not going to relate to who you really were. And 99.9% of the time, you are the best you have ever been right this very second than in any other lifetime. So you want to sit with a rock and stay there and be nothing and do nothing? Fine. Your time's running out. The Earth people's time is running out. Aliens aren't going to save nobody. Unless they got a nice ranch where they can put some food to keep and store it. Uh, well, uh, aliens eat humans, whether you want to face that or not. We eat everything. What makes you think they don't? Especially you might get tired of eating cows or snakes or, or whatever creatures or things. I mean, Sasquatch and things like that. All of it's food to something else. Everything's food for something else. I think there was a book called Food, Foods of the God. Well, I, I don't think I read it, believe it or not. But basically, it's a good title. The deities uh, love sex with humans. So did, so did the aliens. I mean, the perversion started after Atlantis was destroyed. But nobody wants to face that fact. Oh, uh, worry about the pyramids? What Aliens came and went and did what? What did they do? They taught the Mayans, the Egyptians, to slaughter and sacrifice people. Is that what you want in your reality? You should be prepared to fight the alien races, which our government is, whether you want to hear that. Why they're top secret? Yeah, they don't want the world to know. Christians will fall apart every which way. Oh, there's aliens. Oh, they're going to eat us. What do we do? God, help us. Jesus, protect us. Uh, no, it's not going to go down like that. Jesus isn't going to come save your stupid little ass. What for? Because you're going to do it all over again. Whatever you didn't learn now, you're still going to have to learn it. You know, I'm trying to put some energy into this talk today. Because most people live in a humdrum situation. You go into a Christian church where there's thousands of people, the speaker's talking in very loud voices. Are you listening? Do you care? No, probably not. But you, even in opera, they, they play beautiful music, and then they go, dum, 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 dum. Dumb. Because people are falling asleep. You're going to listen to somebody and you're falling asleep. Are we listening or not? Do you want to listen to the truth or you rather listen to the lies? The lies are everywhere. Just turn on your internet and pull up a site, pull up a speaker. I challenge somebody to tell me somebody that's speaking the truth. If they are, I'll bring them on my show and let's have a great conversation. Sergeant 18 has a different truth than I do. Uh, his truth is real at, at the physical level. When we lectured together, he lectured about aliens and dimensional beings. I lectured about God and spirit. So, yeah, there was a different combination of energy. But nobody else can compare it to the two of us together. Nobody. They're not willing or able. They didn't have the experience. Being abducted and saying you're with aliens, and so what? What do you got here in this planet? What's going to help you in this life? Did they give you gold bricks to go to the store and, and buy yourself a mansion, make a bulletproof, bombproof house, supply it with all the food for the next 50 years so you don't have to work? I mean, what did they give you? Anything? They didn't even give you a shoelace or a button from their shirt to prove that you were with them. They can't even give you a pencil or a pen. There was a movie, uh, Belich, uh, 
Belichia? I can't even say his name now. Oh, well, it was about a guy. He had a pen that the aliens gave him, and they said, use this when you have to. And then he gives it to Don Ritter, I guess, was the, the guy that was being programmed that he didn't understand that he was really working with an alien and everything. But, you know, how about a little gift? You, you come Watch the movie V. I say, that's so real. What's going to happen? People are going to be so ignorant. Take their hands and walk them into their bedroom. Uh, and then what? Wake up, people. Time is running out. Seriously. To get your spiritual wings. I know there's people that did workshops on that. Open your wings. I went through the motion with somebody that I know just because I really like them. Even he said, well, what are you doing? Your wings are wide open right now. Uh, you know, ego is a hard thing to deal with when it becomes overpowering. And many people say, well, your ego is so big. No, I'm just sad to see people dying from lack of awareness. Being pulled into the garbage that's everywhere. Everywhere. Every country. Japanese are, are sick people. The Chinese people are ignorant people. I mean, you go around and they all have serious problems with their brain, with their thinking, and their attitude. The small countries are worse. They have no spiritual truth. They have a false idea of religion. What do you think is going to get us? Anywhere? Anytime soon? Even if we bring Trump back, what do we think? Things are going to get any better than what he's already doing to the planet? Pollution and chemtrails and... I mean, he actually admitted that weather weather changes are probably effective things now. He just said it last week. After he saw all these giant hurricanes and storms hit the planet. How could he not see it? I, I should tell him to go to the earthquake trunk. Look at that. Alaska, Australia, Japan, and Russia are having giant earthquakes every week now. Every week. It didn't happen in a hundred years. Something's happened. The Antarctic's defrosting, but they're not saying what else is going on there. My time's running out. Thank you for listening again. Uh, my one friend's site is Sergeant 18. Uh, stranger, stranger with the ER universe. Uh, pull up his videos. It's interesting. Uh, we worked together for years. Uh, this is thanks to T.J. Morris, uh, the show who who is the owner of this show and everything else. She's going through a lot of things right now. Uh, give your two cents or whatever you can to her because her she really needs it right now. Her daughter's sick, very sick. Uh, she lost her husband last year, so she's dealing with a lot. Uh, we we all are in different ways, different levels. I'm dealing with a lot because I'm stuck here. Well, not for long. So we each have things we got to deal with at our level but look for the truth find the truth work to get it don't accept the lies anymore if you do you're the fool and you don't have to be pain suffering and dying isn't the worst thing that could happen staying in that for many more lifetimes could be letting go of your karma could be the greatest thing instead of making more so with that I send you uh, compassion. Hope you're willing to look and search out your truth. Please do. Thank you for listening. Email this show to your friends. Please, get somebody else to listen. Maybe they'll listen. 
even if they listen for five minutes, it's one step in the right direction. Peace, everybody. Till next time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, everybody. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Same time. Same station. Blogtalkradio.com slash TJ Morris CT Radio. You can pull up any shows that we did. All right. Peace. I can't find